this week on a very special Draft the Universe. Um, so, uh, I have some bad news. Yeah? Yeah? Um, yeah, I just got this letter, and, uh, I guess I'll just get right to it. Um, we're, we're canceled, guys. We're canceled? This is the last episode. Has of, has of when? Um, well, as of when I said that, we had about 30 seconds left. Okay, so we've got 20 seconds left to wrap up every single plot line. Mm-hmm. Um, the bunker is underground, and we never get out, and it's sad. Yeah, it's under both Canada and Japan. I am a robot. Uh-oh. Oh, hey. okay. Jafar is a robot, too. Um, oh, I am? Shit. Yeah, I am three long. gnomes in a trench coat. Mm-hmm. One of those gnomes is the commissioner. Oh, wait a second. I've got it. Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe. This is the Nerd Fight Battle Royal. <laughs> you had a this step the... away from the microphone to breathe in moment there, didn't you? I did, yeah. <laughs> I moved, yeah, You're I real was... real on day. Yeah, it was real taste on day there. Just, like, I moved my head away to, from the mic to breathe. Chocolate rain. Ben, I haven't even made it through the intro. You could take the bucket head off. I, I, I have a feeling we're going to get it, but... Okay. Uh, let it... If it happens, it can happen, but... Let me tell everyone, first... Welcome to Draft the Universe, the Nerd Fight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. And then I'll tell them that I'm Jafar, and then Chris will say, I'm Chris. And then you'll say, I'm Tayson Day. No, oh, wait, no, I'm Ben. You're Ben. You're Ben. Okay, there. That's all Chocolate I wanted to do. Rain. One of my favorite things was <laughs> uh, Best Week Ever had him on. Oh. And <laughs> no, they had. um. They had uh, the guitar playing douchebag. And <laughs> John Mayer. John Mayer, yes. They had John Mayer on, and he did a version of Chocolate Rain that was hilarious. Well, it's he also, also really good. He yeah. also did a version of uh, of Chocolate Rain going into their summer break. And so it was summer break, and it was, I lean away from the microphone to take a sip of a fruity cocktail. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I always remember him sipping that fruity cocktail, and I'm like, you go, man. Get that money. (laughs) Enjoy that cocktail. One thing that I always wonder, like, this okay, so this is a pretty deep philosophical point. Okay. I have an issue kind of conceiving of the rest of the world as having the same type of consciousness that I have, right? Mm. And then this is a... Fairly, yeah. This is a philosophical kind of point. Like, I look around and I think, like, anytime I see somebody who does something very ridiculous like that, like Tezande, I think they can't possibly know what that looks like, right? But they can. But they can? Do you think that Tezande played us all? Oh, 100% Tezande. Oh, yeah. He was... was Chocolate Rain was written as a serious song, and then when he saw what happened, he just owned it and rolled in it and became very, very wealthy for it. Yeah. He made his (laughs) money. He was in a uh, Dr. Pepper commercial. Yeah. yeah, he took his uh, 15 minutes and, and turned on, it into about that's true. On 15, a yeah. year and a half. On so. YouTube, 15 minutes pays pretty high. <laughs> yeah. Well, it can. Yeah. As long as you own the rights to your video and it's not, you know, somebody else filmed you getting hit in the balls. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we ought to look into this YouTube game. I was just <laughs> checking on the... Uh, I tried to do this about 84 episodes ago, Chris. That's like, that was our second episode. Yeah. I know. Um, no, I think I started talking about it around wrestling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that we needed to start picking clips to like kind of put our best foot forward and put them on YouTube to try and get people mm-hmm. to be like, if you like this, and listen then, to the rest of Draft the Universe. And then we found out that that's an awful lot of work. <laughs> it's so much work, not just to like, I mean, if we had timestamps, we could edit out that clip and make a YouTube clip in like 15-ish minutes. Like, it wouldn't be too bad, mm-hmm. all things considered. Um, the issue is those timestamps. And yeah. we have, this is episode 89. Mm-hmm. Average episode is an hour, but summer plus, we've probably got 
somewhere around 100 hours of recorded content online right now. I think that's probably... Maybe more. Yeah, probably more. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to bet that it's probably... Some of those oh, were online. real long. Okay, yes. Online, yes, 100. But um, recorded, probably about 200. <laughs> uh, we don't edit that much out. I mean, there are there are episodes where we have edited that much out, but I don't think it was enough to double all time recorded. No. That's a pretty rare. That's true. And we've had a few where we've almost had to cut nothing. That's I mean, true. Time which I think says less more about our the quality we're willing to put out into the world than <laughs> time, time <laughs> it also has something to do with what makes us difficult to clip for YouTube, and that is that we are very like clause to clause, like interdependent. We keep it rolling the whole time. It's a, oh, that's a very nice it's compliment a, to us, Chris. It's a, it's a nightmare to, to edit anything out of our podcasts. You literally have to find a point where a person took a breath and then edit out what they said afterwards and hope that it sounds natural because we just keep rolling. We keep going. Yeah, it it's like Chris tough. Kringle fighting Sher Khan in here. Claws to claws. So we're here today to talk about our favorite canceled TV shows. Can I put the hat on now? You can put the hat on now. Yeah. Sometimes I like to make jokes that's all like, you know, no one's going to believe that that was a natural segue. Um, me being a dick to you. But that's exactly what that was. If no you, edit. If you being a dick to Ben isn't a natural segue, then you've been unnatural the entire time you've known him. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Because he's been so, telling stinkers like that the whole time. So single season TV shows um, or short run TV shows. I think short run TV shows. So we should probably call it. Yeah, short run sure. TV Short run yeah. TV. I'm going to go ahead TV. and um, cross it out. We can't call it canceled because Chris had to take Cowboy Bebop first. <laughs> even though that was really what we were kind of trying to go for. Um, so yeah. Let's go ahead and get this started. Um, ben, I notice you have some VHS cassette tapes. Yes, this is the complete collection of Mrs. Columbo starring Kate Mulgrew. That's about four VHS tapes. Yeah, it did not last very long. Okay, well, Kate Mul Mul fuck. Kate Mulgrew is a fucking treasure. Oh, yeah, she's great. Uh, Mrs. Columbo is not. <laughs> that happens. You know, not every role you get is a Red or a Catherine Janeway. Yes. So Red? Yeah, from Orange is the New Black. Ah, <clears throat> I was not aware that she was in that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also haven't watched Voyager. That's okay. There's some um, really good stuff in Voyager. There's, there's some I good mean, stuff in there. I remember seeing like syndicated reruns on it, late 90s. Um, but Okay, question for you, because you're working your way through Next Gen right now. Mm -hmm. Is your intention to watch Picard when it starts coming out in, what is it, March 2020? Are you are you aiming I, to be done with next gen in time for that? I I it was not my stated intent, no, but I will likely be done with next gen by then. Okay. There's probably 15 to 20 episodes of Voyager you should probably watch mm -hmm. before watching Picard because there's a lot of Borg stuff. There's a lot of Borg stuff okay. in there. You probably don't need any of the like 8472 stuff. Probably although not. some of it is with the Borg. I think that's where they get seven is in that same yes. two-parter. It's been a long time since I've seen Voyager. Yeah. And you're basically... I just it last year. You're going to need to focus on a lot of Seven of Nine stuff because we know she's going to be a major player in the Picard show. I know enough about, like, Star Trek in general that even if I haven't... Even if I'm not complete in having watched things, I pick up on what's going on for, like, 75% of the oh, time. Oh, yeah, I'm not... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying that like yeah. you need to watch those episodes in order to understand what's going on in Picard because mm -hmm. it's coming out far enough away where they'll have to explain things. Yeah, I'm also going to like this is a, a, a not a point of contention. This is a, a philosophical difference between the two of us. I can't skip episodes. I can't watch just essentials. It's just not in my blood. Okay. So if I'm going to watch Voyager, I'm going to watch the whole way. I'm it's, so it's, sorry it's for the you. Same, same reason that I watched the entire first two seasons of The Next Generation. Yeah. 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 Sorry about Code of Honor. Oh, that episode is rough. That's yeah. okay. In listening to another podcast, The Greatest Gen, I learned that the director got fired for it. So Yes. Huzzah! Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you're too racist for the 80s, you're real racist. <laughs> it's true. Either, like, very racist or, like covertly racist and just too blown on coke to realize that you're being overtly racist 
you know? It's like one of those situations. You take a big noseful of the powder, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you don't realize where you're going with things. If you're able to be racist around Kunta Kinte, <clears throat> you're real racist. But just it's like, true. <laughs> but, you know, like, what if he doesn't have any, like, moment-to-moment -moment memory? What if he, like, like he's, go he's going through this casting, he's like, hmm, okay, for, for this role, I like this guy right here, okay. Next. Okay. Oh, this guy right here. And at the end of the day, he's just like, oh, crap, all black people. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I maybe that's so. not human, kind of like a human really, minds work. <laughs> really terrible. All Oops, all berries. <laughs> <laughs> oops, all racism. <laughs> oh. Oops, I was accidentally racist with an entire episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. So anyways, Ben, why don't you uh, go ahead and reach into those VHS tapes all right, and find our criteria because the first match is Chris versus Jaffer. All right, Chris, what are you picking? Um, what are you buying? What are you selling? selling? <laughs> I'll buy it at a high price. Okay. Resident Evil 4. Shit. I'm going to go with Animorphs. Animorphs. Okay, and Jaffer. Um, I will take Clerks Animated. Okay. Hmm. I'm very excited. I know what I would do for both of these. Well, Pitch an additional episode. It's always episode. a great sign when the judge yeah. says, <laughs> keep it up. I know what I would do. <laughs> Pitch an additional episode of your show. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> Chris, tell me that, that wonderful Animorphs team up with Beverly Hills Chihuahua crossover we always wanted. So it's, <laughs> we're not specifically doing crossovers, right? It's just like add. It's add, just any other show. Pitch an additional episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one's tough for me because Animorphs, um, as I mentioned in the first uh, first part of this, uh, which if you are not, if you haven't listened to it, we have we don't frequently take time to point this out. But if you're listening to the second part of an episode, the se second part of a topic, rather, um, you're not really gonna. I don't think you're gonna have as much fun. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. But maybe we could just skip the draft altogether and just record our us talking about our favorite. I don't stuff. think so. But um, animorphs, as I um, uh, as I relayed in our initial um, offing, uh, was kind of given short shrift by the fact that it was a Nickelodeon show and mm -hmm. was prevented from doing a lot of the things that it wanted to do, um, and so. My instinct is to like just totally reboot it, but if I can't do that, no, it's same same yeah, yeah. So, continuity. So I think a couple of other shows have done this sort of thing, and what I'm interested in seeing is heading back to that universe, but without the constraints of the original network. Um, I think that uh, I'm pretty sure Arrested Development kind of did this right. Uh, they went a little bit further with their Netflix. Um, like episodes than with their um, original FX episodes. Um, and I think that taking the original cast of the Animorphs, we're going to have to put this in like a 1990X because right now they're all much older and um, the guy that played Jake, the lead character of the Animorphs, um, yeah. was on a... Uh, he was on X-Men. Yeah, he, he was, was a, Iceman and yeah, X-Men. Iceman and X-Men. Um, um, he's also a main main character of a video game about time travel that I can't. Oh, remember. Quantum Break! Quantum yes. Break! <clears throat> um, you know, so like, I don't think he really reads. I mean, he if anybody could, maybe him, but he doesn't really read as being a high schooler anymore. <coughs> <clears throat> but what I would like to do is go back to that universe, see the continuing um, fight of, uh, um, of of the Animorphs against the Yerks, um, in including the um, the Vizier. No, Visser. Visser like, 3. Visser 3. <laughs> um, which, holy shit, I went back and watched some of this episode, man. <laughs> they, did their, they did their best, but those, they look like, the Andalites look like puppets. I'd like to see... Um, were they puppets? I really hope they, they were They probably puppets. were big puppets. Um, <clears throat> big, big four-hoofed puppets. Probably just... Centaur puppets. Yeah, it's probably just like two guys in a horse suit. Yeah, did it look like it was like a leftover prop from like a shitty movie? I mean, it was, that had a centaur it in was, it. It was very shortly know, thereafter. Rendering story six or something. <laughs> very shortly thereafter, it was a leftover prop from a shitty TV show. <laughs> um, but no, I want to go back to it uh, almost like Serenity, um, like kind of tied off the bow on Firefly. 
Um, I want to see the end of that fight, and I want to see the stakes. Um, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't finished reading Animorphs, a book series which is what? now <laughs> which is now twenty something years old. Oh wait, well, let me don't give the spoiler, and then I'll do the what. Sorry, I just natural knee jerk reaction. Um, there, there is at least a casualty in the end. What? Oh my god! Yeah, somebody dies. Um, it's kind of like a really crucial moment because you've been reading this as a teenager being like, Oh my God, like this is so awesome. Like everything's going to turn out right though. Cause everything always turns out right on Batman. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it does not. Um, they pay some, they pay some price for, for ultimate victory there. So I want to see that. I want to see it in a much higher budget. Um, I'm thinking like district nine style graphics, right? Okay. Like, like a lot of handheld footage, like showing like what the alien invasion on Earth looks like. That kind of fits it into the universe more realistically than like the two camera setup that Nick shows did in the nineties. And <clears throat> and I want to see I want to see a lot of like the stakes of that situation. Okay. All right. Yeah. That sounds like something that will never happen, Chris. Oh really? Are you about to pitch something that has already happened? Then no, I'm going to pitch something that for sure will never happen as well. Okay. I think that's the point of the criteria. Well, it's just add an extra episode to the run of your show. So adding an extra episode to the run of a show is normally a whole thing. Um, so what I'm going to do is instead of doing another episode of Clerks Animated, I'm going to tie in to another show that never got made but was in production very shortly, the Mallrats TV show from a couple of years ago. And what we're going to do, because they both take place in the same city, they're going to have an animated episode that crosses over with Clerks Animated. Hmm. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing animated Bluntman. Yeah. It's either that or I will go home and make a second clip show for Clerks Animated (laughs) out of of the old footage, which would be an excellent seventh episode of Clerks. You know what would be great? A fucking Mallrats uh, S- SNES game, like side-scrolling, like uh, Turtles in Time. Yeah, like you just throw chocolate-covered pretzels at everyone. <laughs> but yeah, like you play as like Jay and or Silent Bob, and if you pe- if you play as Silent Bob, you like get to transform into Bluntman and like use a like a like a grappling hook. Yeah, and, yeah. And if you transform into Jay, you can't see the magic eye. I guess neither of them could see the magic eye, right? It, Isn't it, that the point? It's this, it's a, a random dude who's standing looking at it. Yeah, that would be like a dude in the background of one of the one of the like background or one of the levels. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen Mallrats, so oh, man. oh, Mallrats is fun. Mallrats yeah. is yeah. I've liked most of the Kevin Smith stuff I've I've seen. I've just never. I would I would say that Mallrats is like the most fun of the early Kevin Smith. Films. Yeah, like how do you like Clerks? Um, I've never, I've only, I've seen what Dogma seen? Okay. and I've seen, uh, some of his TV stuff and then I've listened to a lot of his podcasts. Okay. Okay. So you've seen a <laughs> Kevin Smith film. I think, I think I've seen more, but I don't, I don't, they haven't stuck with okay. it. Okay. Rats is like Dogma if it only took place in, in a mall. mall. If Tony and Hawk had no religious implications <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> if Tony Hawk Pro Skater was instead a, a comedy film that had nothing to do with skateboarding, it would be Mallrats. Okay. Maybe Tony Hawk Underground. Tony Hawk Pro Skater was fun, man. I'm not saying otherwise. It's PlayStation era for sure. Also, there's a conversation with um, Jason Lee and Stan Lee about the thing's dick. That's, that's in that movie. That's right. And um, Ben <laughs> Affleck, uh, a lot of... Uh, Oh, yeah, Ben Affleck <laughs> uh, likes to screw people in uncomfortable places. Oh, you mean like the back of a, a Volkswagen? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a butt stuff joke. It's a great movie. It's Mallrats is fun. All right. And so we get to tie in all those classic Mallrats jokes into all of the classic Clerks animated jokes. You know, Ikea, bleached oak, $47. Now, where did I put that dowel? And then he goes to the mall and buys the dowel. I don't know. Hmm. Well, as interesting as both of these projects would be, uh, I think the one I would be most interested in is 
seeing the updated version of Animorphs. You guys both kind of took the criteria in a in different directions than what I anticipated. And mm-hmm. uh, well, you gave him a hint as to what you wanted. I didn't get shit. Well, so yeah. what was what was your idea, Ben? For uh, Clerks animated another it, episode. <laughs> it would be uh, a Clerks animated show, except it's about uh, two girls working at a gas station up in Canada. Oh, yeah, he made that movie. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I like Chris's idea better than that too. So. Oh, I've also seen Die Hard Five. Or four. He was in Die Hard Four. <laughs> Kevin Smith. Yeah. He All was, right. Well, Chris he gets was the in, point, right? Yes. Okay. He actually had a, a fun bit where he was talking about how the director would sometime like go ask him like, "So what do you think about this shot?" And he's like, "Man, don't ask me about this." <laughs> All right, Chris. You're the next judge, so go ahead and draw a criteria. Oh, okay. That's why you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I skipped a line to the next one where I am the judge and grabbed a criteria because, spoilers, I've been drinking. Also, we just did our fantasy football draft, so... Mm-hmm. We are drunk on cheese. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't take any Packers, but... You did. Yes, I did. Well, we also ate pizza. We did also eat pizza. We are pizza drunk. I also yep. drank a couple beers, so... Cool. All right, um, it's Jafer versus Ben, so mm-hmm. I go first. Yes, you do. And I will go ahead and take Flight of the Concords. All right. Roger that. And I will come back with a very special draft pick of my own and take Clone High. All right. What's our criteria, Chris? <clears throat> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. You <laughs> No <laughs> What what's the ki- no! what's the criteria, Chris? What happened here? What happened? I didn't know you did this, Jafer. I'm very, very happy right now. <laughs> like, oh my god, give us the 411 on the plot of your show. Jafer What happened here? What happened here? Like, oh my god. So, um, we've got these two guys, right? And one of them's kind of like broad-shouldered, but not handsome-ish. Kind of-ish, but not as handsome as you would expect. And then the other guy is kind of squirrely and more handsome than you would expect, but like, neither of them are a Brad Pitt, right? And they're from New Zealand, and they come to New York. And they're trying to make their music work, right? And so they're trying to make their thing, and they're trying out with help from the New Zealand, like, ambassador or Consulate. something. <laughs> I'm Ben, I'm aware. I'm being wrong on purpose as a joke. I know it's the New Zealand consulate and not an ambassador. I, I was expecting you to be like, what's the difference? Who cares? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I, I thought I was saying you def- up. I had to defend my nerd honor for a moment. <laughs> Thank you for... Allowing me to have a small respite from what was going on. <laughs> and they're just like running around and making music all over the place. And some of it's good and some of it's really good. And some of it's a little weird. Um, and then they go to space with David Bowie. Yep. This is Bowie to Bowie. Yeah. You're pretty far out, man. That's pretty far, far out, out, man. <laughs> okay. Ben. Mm-hmm. What happened here? So, like, when we're back in the 1980s, secret government employees dug up famous guys and ladies and made amusing genetic copies. And now, like, the, the clones are sexy teens now, and they're going to make it if they try. Loving, learning, sharing, judging. A time to laugh and shiver. And what happened here? Cry. It's like Clone High. Clone High. <laughs> I'm guessing that's the theme song. That is the theme song. That is, <laughs> that is the theme song. <laughs> and it pretty well summarizes the show. It's <laughs> kind of the point, yeah. <laughs> I'm giving this to Ben because he didn't write the criteria. <laughs> his his Fuck you, that is nothing. That's not how this game works. <laughs> also, don't, like Paul owns here, and he's pretty cool, but he litters. Don't you tell me how the game works? <laughs> There ain't never been rules. Also, I liked his better. 
you, you don't understand how this works, Jafar. Anytime I get a point or complimented in any way, it has to be couched in you guys actually trying to hurt each other. <laughs> I'll say that I feel usually so much anxiety about this podcast that I bet if you look at my judging um, decisions over time, it's probably back and forth because I don't like the pressure. <laughs> I'm probably pretty split. All right, Ben, Chris, you're up next. Ben, All go right. ahead and lock it in. Well, uh, <coughs> I float like a boat, hit like a goat. I'm darker than toast and faster than most. I'm taking the hundred lives of Blackjack Savage, and that is an actual thing Blackjack Savage says in the show. <sighs> Fuck. I sent you guys that clip as I was watching the show. <laughs> yes. I'm going to uh, take Spaced. All right. And how many pirates are in spaced? I think at one point Nick there, Frost steals movies. I think that I think there might be a pirate in there somewhere. I think there might be like a hollow. I don't know. A Halloween costume pirate. I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, as Jafar is about to read the criteria, I'll just say it for him. Which show has the most pirates? That and is. I win. That is not the criteria, Ben. In fact, the criteria is, there's always money in the banana stand. Why should Netflix rescue your show? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Just no. like Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben. Ben. <coughs> we wait. So, I told you guys the plot of the 100 Lives of Blackjack Savage last week. But mm -hmm. to quickly sum it up, Donald Trump... He's haunted by a ghost, and they have to save a hundred lives so they don't go to hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's that's what, what the most recent tweet indicated, yes. Uh, so, bringing it back, I think there's only one way you can do it, and that is as a taught political thriller where... <laughs> The Trump White House also gets uh, haunted by a black ghost <laughs> who rhymes and is is uh, haunting the president. And perhaps some of his eccentricities and erratic behavior is due to the fact that he is conversing with a ghost. Let me just make it clear here. There is nothing taught and political about the White House. <laughs> All right. Not well, right now. <laughs> I, I think it's by its very nature political. I love hate that idea, Ben. Um, right now, you're the current favorite, but let's have Chris give his pitch. <laughs> um, I'm glad I'm the favorite, having given the only response. <laughs> I've been sitting on that joke for 89 episodes. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> um, so, uh, spaced. I guess to give a, another like a brief synopsis, um, is about a uh, an aspiring. Uh, graphic artist slash comic book illustrator mm -hmm. um, who is down on his luck, gets kicked out of his girlfriend's flat and as she breaks up with him and needs to find a new place to live. Um, he meets another person in a similar situation in a, um, in a cafe. They become friends over time and eventually they bond over how difficult it is to find a flat in London. And then they move in together pretending that they are married because that's the only way they can get it. Um, is that they have to pretend that they're married. That's the setup of the show. Um, it does a lot of strange and funny things with it after that. Um, but the best part about this is the characters. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Yeah, just like in the first episode, which I watched today, um, you've got, um, uh, I think his name is Brian. I should look it up. You've got the downstairs neighbor, who is this bizarre artist who shows up um, wearing like a red bathrobe and a straw cowboy hat. And then you've got Marsha, the landlord, um, who is like constantly, they're, they're all, almost all constantly chain smoking because it's the early nineties and it's the BBC. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you've ever smoked in the past, don't watch this show. Cause it'll give you a Nick fit for sure. <laughs> um, um, but all of these actors and actresses, have we, have we retired the term actress as a, as a comp, as a, uh, no. As a society yet? No. Um, okay. All of these actresses and actors are people who were either like 
at the beginning of their career or already established, but are like, like legends of BBC or British comedy. Um, and I think that almost all of them, um, uh, like I can't, I can't think of any, any one of them that still isn't, still isn't around. There might be, there, maybe there's like a tragedy somewhere there that I'm overlooking, but they're all still around. A lot of them have gained in fame. Um, Simon Pegg, for instance, and Nick Frost have, their stars have very, um, very much risen since then. Yeah. I would love to see a reboot of this show that picks up in real time after the end of this. Right. So spaced is very much about people who are in their like late twenties to early thirties. And I would like to see them be that kind of, these kind of train wrecks. Um, but in their late forties, early fifties instead, I think it'd be, um, hilarious. Uh, it would be a sound business decision because it has precedent in terms of, um, uh, arrested development. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think that's a world we could definitely go back to, especially because we've already like, like Edgar Wright has been basically showing us little like slivers of this universe ever since. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Chris, uh, yours sounds very interesting. Um, it's definitely a show I would watch, but it sounds a lot like a bunch of stuff Netflix has already kind of done. It's like the Fuller House version of Spaced. Sure. Um, so for the sake of Netflix losing House of Cards... And I can see them in a <laughs> desperate plea to try and get something political back on the air. A des- so desperate that they're going to get Donald Trump talking to a black pirate? Well, I mean, they Before might... Before they I, push I someone in front of a train. And Blackjack Savage is like, no, this is the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Maybe it's just Donald Trump in a White House haunted by the ghost of Kevin Spacey. I don't know how I feel anymore. <laughs> I didn't say the words, so I guess it hasn't happened yet. Um, eh. Kevin Spacey isn't in this show. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, you get the point, Ben. <laughs> yep. He's not credited, but he does play the pirate in blackface. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. And no. if you're thinking, like, maybe this show might be a little insensitive, well, the original show, 90 seconds in... Blackjack Savage gets uh, lynched in his own castle. So oh, good. <laughs> it, is, it is not a large change in tone. <sighs> All right. Well, that's the end of the first round. Next match is Jafer versus Chris. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and get that criteria ready, Ben. And okay. I will pick... No heroics. Ooh. I'm going to go with the Dresden Files. Why was your show canceled? Wrong answers only. <laughs> um, can I propose? Can I propose? <gasps> oh my god, it's happening! Yes. Uh, I want to do this a little differently than normal, Chris. Okay. Instead of making a full-on pitch, I think we could go back and forth with bullet points until Ben picks a winner. How does that sound? Um, Just like little quippy one-liners, why your show was canceled, wrong reasons only. Instead of a full-on discussion, I think it could be fun to just kind of do sure some quick ones. Okay, yeah. Just so long as it's not like a lightning round. I don't want the time pressure. Let's let's keep it at like a leisurely pace. You know? Okay, that's fine. All right. I can agree to that. Um No Heroics was canceled because Disney bought ITV2 before Iron Man came out just in case. <laughs> uh, the Dresden Files was canceled uh, because focus groups showed that people are only interested in kid wizards. Uh no Heroics was canceled because the superhero The Hotness, featured in No Heroics, actually had powers and melted all of the cameras on accident. The Dresden Files was canceled because Harry Dresden, who plays uh, Laura Lance's father oh, in, yeah. <laughs> in, in um, Arrow, 
uh, had to go be on Arrow. <laughs> okay. Uh, no Heroics was canceled because the last episode, which was a funeral episode for a superhero named Thunder Monkey, was actually a funeral for the show, and the creators just decided it was the end. Um, the Dresden Files was canceled uh, because the last episode was a funeral for a superhero called Thunder Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> And they got sued by high TV. <laughs> uh, no Heroics was canceled because nobody but me fucking watched it. Um, the Dresden Files was canceled because Jaffair watched it. I didn't, though. Oh, okay. Yep, you won. Yeah. Chris just won. <laughs> and I think we've just discovered Jaffair's superpower. Um <laughs> <laughs> Next match is Ben versus Jaffair. Chris, pick a criteria. Ben, what's your pick? I'm going to uh, pick Firefly. I and I will take. I'm not. I'm not. No, I told you to pick a criteria, Chris. I'm sorry. It's fine. You reach into those Mrs. Columbo boxes. I will take Carnival. Ooh. Carnival, by the way, little trivia, is also the name of the yearly winter festival that happens in Quebec. Huh. What item from your show... They also have one in... Uh, yeah. What? Okay. They also have Carnival in Brazil. It's a very famous festival in Brazil. Yeah. Huh. I mean, Carnival is French and... Um, Portuguese? Yeah. Yeah, Portuguese. Mm -hmm. um, probably sounds the same. Yeah. What item from your show would you most like to own? All right, Ben, go ahead. Okay. Well, I could get esoteric and weird, and there's a bunch of cool things in this show, but how can you not pick Spaceship when Spaceship is on the table? <laughs> um, fair, fair. You know, I mean, do I know how to fly a spaceship? No. Would I be able to procure fuel for a spaceship? Probably not. I would still take spaceship. Also, given the current economy, a uh, a structure of that size with housing for nine, I could rent it out. I could make my money back regardless hmm. even if i can't fly <laughs> i appreciate the crass materialism ben i mean that's a big spaceship and i don't know what you're gonna do with it like one i don't think the whole spaceship actually exists as a prop to be absolutely clear uh they built it in two sets so the top half and the bottom half but i'm not taking something from the production. I'm taking an item out of the show into my real life. Can you reread the criteria, Chris? I just want to make sure I understand properly. What item from your show would you most like to own? Okay. I think it yeah. is sufficiently ambiguous to suffice for both. <laughs> okay. Um. We'll cue the, uh, the girl from Ipanema. No, 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 no. It's just... I don't want to own him. To be absolutely clear. Oh, you're about to pick a person. I'm about to pick a person. And I just need to make the distinction that I don't want... I'm not interested in owning a person. Okay. Does, does it specify own? Um, Would I, you most like to own? Okay. It, it says what... And also items. So I think you've also just objectified whoever it is you're talking about. Okay. You can't do that, Jafar. We fought a war about this. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah. As much as I would like to just chill with Clancy Brown every once in a while, um, I don't think that I can... That's, that doesn't seem to be in the spirit of the criteria. Okay. Um, that, that's, that's what my first thought was. Um, so instead, I will take his giant house and plot of land he has. Because it's one of the few green places in the Dust Bowl... Okay. And it's a very nice, very large house. So you're not going to take him, but you're going to put him out of house and home. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the opposite. <laughs> he can still stay there, I guess, guys. Hmm. 
I think this one is going to go on the um, on the weights of the arguments. Ben, you argued that uh, very probably realistically that you would not be able to procure fuel for this, but it would double as a house. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, but Chaffer's um, item would not require fuel other than what is actually available. I think if you're going to if you want a house, get a house, right? Well, I'm just saying there's a backup. So it's not a, oh, you, you're an idiot and you bought a spaceship that can't fly anywhere. It's like, well, maybe it can, but if it can't, it still has utility. I, it's not like I bought a laser gun that I can't get bullets for. I regret to inform you, Ben, um, that you did buy a, a, a spaceship that you could do nothing with. So this one's going to go to Jafar. I am shocked and appalled, Chris, as somebody who professes their love of the Saturn V and the moon. I thought you'd go spaceship. What good is the Saturn V if it can't get to the moon, Ben? Without its gallons upon gallons upon gallons upon gallons upon gallons upon gallons of fuel. I think that the, so the, the linguistic like upon indicates like maybe that you are, it's, it's adding, right? It should be gallons times gallons times gallons squared times gallons squared times gallons. So many fucking squared squared third squared squared. Um, so much fuel. I wouldn't be super worried about finding, uh, how, out how it works because there are enough nerd engineers I can be like hey you want to come take a look at Serenity and tell me how it works and they would be like yes I do <laughs> alright well next match is Chris versus Ben hmm. I'm going to go with Limitless alright Ben I'm going to go with the Magnificent Seven. All right. You... Hmm. Okay. Too much grit these days. Pitch a smooth reboot of your show. <laughs> okay. Um, so Limitless is about um, a uh, burnout junkie musician who, um, through just like random happenstance, finds his way into a government trial of a drug that gives him super pr- brain powers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a follow-up to the film Limitless starring Bradley Cooper. Um, so what you've got is a lovable, quirky, super intelligent, um, slightly disheveled um, guy uh, solving mysteries mm-hmm. um, with the aid of his uh, FBI handler um, who is kind of like they've got like a, like a fun rambunctious kind of uh, back and forth going on. Um, however, this entire thing is based on taking a drug, right? Yeah. And that's pretty gritty to me. So what I'm imagining is that we keep the character. He's still love you know, still, uh, disheveled looking. Um, no, no background of being a junkie, right? Maybe, right. He, maybe he likes music. He might like to draw as well. Um, we're going to clean him up. We're going to clean him up a bit. Um, no, no drugs, obviously he will still solve mysteries though. Not murders, but mysteries. All right. Um, and rather than give him his FBI handler, um, I'm thinking the, the back and forth with, uh, a, a fully voiced, um, you know, human is a little too much, a little too threatening, a little too gritty for my taste. Okay. Um, so we're going to put, give him a pet dog instead. Um, a dog that will help him find clues for his mysteries. Okay. Um, I think I see where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel, I feel good with this. Um, yeah, that's, that's essentially what limitless is. If you take all of the gritty, awful nastiness out of it and add a talking dog, mm-hmm. and maybe a van. Yeah. A couple stoners. No, I'm not seeing that. Um, oh, also, um, just as like a, as a bonus, um, Bradley Cooper will yeah. be doing a cameo as rocket. Okay. okay. That plays yeah. out. Yeah. Um, all right, Ben. So, The Magnificent Seven is already a pretty light show. Uh, the, it's, you know, your standard 90s adventure show. So, the only, like, real darkness is, uh, you know, some of the characters have really rough backstories. Uh, so we, we pare them down, uh, you know, the, the main character, his wife and son didn't die in a fire. They just, he's just, uh, a, you know, a mysterious stranger who 
doesn't talk about his past. Uh, Nathan, the the doctor healer person, doesn't talk about you know the backstory of being a black man in the ni- in the eighteen seventies and what the preceding decade probably meant for him, which they get into, and I'm glad they do. But in this new smooth reboot, they don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only real like persistent gritty problem with the show is it's a western and they shoot people. Yeah. So at the end of every episode, uh, everybody who gets shot, they have a big, big uh, panning scene of they all are getting put into the jail cell and are like holding bandages like, I'll get you next time. And so we know nobody was killed. Our heroes are all so expert marksmen that they were just able to wound everybody. Okay. Hmm. I think I'd watch live action Scooby Doo. Chris gets the point. <laughs> I can't tell if he's if he's continuing the joke. Doesn't matter. No. Thank you for our first sponsor this week. Check out FactoryDirectCarAudio.com. It's your online source for speakers, radios, remote start systems, and more. And you can use the promo code DTU20 for 20% off at checkout. Yep, they're actually giving us a promo code. It's our first promo code. I'm very, very excited. But not only are we doing that... They are helping us give away one free pair of EB300 Bluetooth earbuds and microphone. That's an $80 value. If you want to be entered for a chance to win, like, comment on, and share this episode. We're going to be running this for the next couple of weeks, so please feel free to take advantage of this. Let everybody know about us, and we'll enter you in to wear a free pair of earbuds. And you can feel free to use that offer code DTU20 for 20% off at FactoryDirectCarAudio.com. Finals, which is going to be Chris versus Ben. Ooh. So go ahead and lock one in, Chris. Well, leaving nothing on the table, I guess. Um, get everyone and their things together. Okay. Three, two, one. Let's jam. All right. Cowboy All right. Bebop. And all respect to Special Unit 2, I'm going to take the better version of Cowboy Bebop and take Firefly. Whew. Uh, okay. Chris gets the point. We don't need the criteria. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully, I, uh, I decline the point and would like to uh, face Ben on the fields of nerd battle. If you must. It's a hill I'm willing to die on, so if you want to do it, go for it. I don't oh. care. <laughs> just feel free to flay him on this hill. Ben, you're basically a real estate agent for hills to die on. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an episode title. All right. It's location, location, location. I picked three different locations. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, the finals criteria is tie your show into the Turboverse. Holy fuck! Woo! <laughs> Chris? Oh, um. <laughs> so what happens off camera before Cowboy Bebop starts is that there is some sort of um, big, uh, I think it's called like a like a warp core breach or warp portal breach or something like there's like a big incident that destroys it a des- chunk of earth. It destroys a chunk of earth that makes earth almost un- uninhabitable. Yeah. It's like 80 years before or something. It's, it's a while. Yeah. yeah. So basically and Faye was there and that's why she's ageless and it's a whole thing. Yeah. Yep, yep. But they don't tell us that they just heavily imply it. That's, that's the thing that I love about Cowboy Up is that they never really just tell you anything. Yeah. They're, they, they trust you to be smart enough to put the pieces together. 
um, which is what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to put the pieces together. Um, that event that happened 80 years beforehand, yeah, um, that began uh, in the Twin Cities in the mid-90s um, when a uh, misguided but uh, well-meaning uh, husband and father uh, performed the first test flight of what became a government combat suit, right? Okay. Um, the Turbo Man universe uh, is kind of a weird Terminator paradox where uh, you go forward into the future, they're fighting a war, um, and people are flying around in Turbo Man, um, uh, Turbo Man uh, armors with, with jetpacks, etc., fighting. Yeah. And the same... Uh, like the same cataclysm that, you know, destroys part of earth, which involves, I think like one of their, uh, like warp portals, uh, yeah, use, blowing, up. uh blowing up that creates a warp in space time. Okay. Which deposits, um, a, like essentially a small statue prototype of the turbo man toy into the 1980s, which creates, the Turbo Man verse in like a, ta- a time loop, right? Okay. Which inevitably brings about the disaster that destroys the, the warp core, which sets up the universe for, for Cowboy Bebop. Okay. Ben? So, as we know, Firefly takes place in a distant st- solar system after Earth was destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds similar, but worse. Yeah. Continue. So... Fuck you. Uh, (laughs) What people know about Earth is real disjointed. And it's it's a fun bit of history is lost. You know, what was actually deemed important, you know, when nobody has seen Earth in hundreds of years. And none none are left that know the tale, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So somewhere somebody has started... A Turbo Man cult. Because somebody leaving Earth brought their treasured Turbo Man doll and copy of Jingle All the Way. And it is assumed that these had huge significant importance to the survivors fleeing Earth that was. And so you get uh, somebody, let's say, uh, uh, Wash gets kidnapped by the Turbo Man cult. And they have to uh, come in to try and rescue him. And they diffuse the situation by being like, this is just a movie. You you guys realize you're following just a movie. And everybody's like, what? No, it's this great artifact from Earth that was. And they put it in. And then it flash cuts to everybody done watching it. It's like, well, it was pretty good. But I don't want to spend my life following this. But then three people are like, no, this is so good. I'm going to follow this through the rest of my days. And then we must record some sort of outgoing audio transmission based on this. (laughs) But we're not going to kidnap anybody. (laughs) Tell me more about these three people and their outgoing space audio only transmission. Well, they uh, they're trying to send humorous uh, joyful uh, interactions to the rest of the verse because times are hard things can be difficult but everybody needs a laugh and also we're stuck on this moon because the only ship was Serenity and they left sounds pretty fucking stupid to me yeah it sounds like a terrible idea Ben (laughs) I don't think anyone would listen to that in fact I know no one would listen to that I would listen to that and I do and also we went to the moon yeah, we did. That happened. We went to the moon that once. Listen, I I don't want to say it, so I'm not going to. All I will say is, Chris, pick a topic. Uh, telltale game, game style? Chris will remember this. Chris, you say that about fucking everything. <laughs> also, once again, thanks for couching any abil- ability for me to like enjoy a moment of victory. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, to shit in your cereal, Ben. We Ugh. talked about this at the beginning of the podcast. It's all poop. It's even worse because we're on a spaceship and the cereal is made from recycled poop to begin with. The bunker's a spaceship? 
Yeah. But if the bunker was a spaceship, how do we get into a spaceship to go to the moon? You can take a spaceship off of a spaceship. What do yeah, you think TIE we, fighters are? We, like, blasted off. <laughs> and we landed. <laughs> okay, so clearly I don't think that this actually happened. But let's just say that if I was to do this, right, you never saw the ground when we blasted off and we landed on something. It's the easiest thing in the world to, like, throw something in the air and have it land on the same celestial body, right? It's, it's much harder to uh, get the complicated orbit that allows you to loop around the moon with the slingshot trajectory to bring you back just in case you uh, you, you have an Apollo 13 uh, situation. Oh, speaking of which, Chris, are you excited for Kerbal 2? I just saw that, and f yes, I am excited for it, but also I am I have to prepare myself. <laughs> my orbital mechanics, my, like, semi-realistically functioning knowledge of orbital mechanics that I gained from that game. Uh, it, it is a little rusty. I'm going to have to bone up on it. I'm going to have to try to not lose my job while I do so. All right. So, um, you know, it's been, it's been a while since we did a, a Chris kind of episode. Oh no. Has it been a while since we did a Chris kind of episode? It has. I think it has been. Um, and there's, there's one topic on this list that is speaking to me more than the others. Okay. Are we drafting bad dragon items? <laughs> oh. I do not own any bad dragon items, Ben. And also the Please. fact that you know what those are. <laughs> that, that surprises me. Yes. Uh, I know it because a podcast I listen to, uh, they are talking about the video game uh, Breath of Fire, which is a dragon-based RPG, and as part of it, they are they are begging Bad Dragon to be their sponsors for the episodes. Uh, do you remember? They have not responded. <laughs> do you remember that year when um, my brother, my brother, and me had ExtremeRestraints.com as their sponsor? I, those episodes <laughs> I've never listened to. That's great because it's it was back in the uh, Griffin still does jingles days. Yes. <laughs> No, um, no, Ben, what we're going to draft, I don't know if I can tell you. Okay. Um, I think you have to, otherwise he can't, he can't draft I can't over-prepare if you no, don't tell no, no. me. Both of you, you don't get it. It's a secret. Oh. Okay. All right, Internet, we'll come back next week for episode 90 of Draft the Universe. Fuck. Secrets. 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 Expect some ASMR. Um, if oh you if you don't come prepared for the tinglys on next episode, I don't get the tinglys, so I don't. Mm -hmm. Are you sure, Ben? Yeah. Okay. Most people don't. Yeah. Well, you know what gives me the tinglys. The kickstand band? Yeah, yeah. For giving us our theme song, How It Feels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plenty of tinglys there. All right. You can find their music at thekickstandband.bandcamp.com. And feel free to shoot an email at drafttheuniverse.gmail.com. Let us know some secrets you've uncovered, and then we will put them all on a list, and we will start blackmailing people and take over. In fact... Or, or, or not. In fact, if you hear this episode... Send us your secret, and we will read your secret out on the second half of our secrets episodes during the, during the debate. We will actively reveal secrets, real-life secrets, so long as you, the listener, send us in <laughs> some secrets. This is like post-secret, except everybody going to know it was you. Okay. I'm um, guessing no one will do that. <laughs> and also, the theme song has run out, so I guess we can just take our time at this point. Um, thanks. Social media manager Keith for managing our Facebook page, facebook.com slash draft the universe. Um, additionally, you can find us on Twitter at draft the verse, which I don't know if we're still updating because I'm never on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Are we still? Still? Yeah. yeah. Good job, Ben. Um, and then, you know, on either platform, you can use the hashtag draft the universe to engage in the conversation. We'll see you next week, Internet, with some secrets.
No. So I was working at Target, and they've got those giant, vague banners outside of, like, oh, yes. woman dancing in dress and dad and son laughing as they push uh, lawnmower. And it's yeah. like, you don't sell lawnmowers or fancy dresses. Fuck off, Target. But, but what uh, if we did? But the people in the photos are ethnically ambiguous. Yep. <laughs> and this woman comes up and decides the guy who's working at the... Uh, the help desk is the person who needs to hear about this. <laughs> she comes up and she says, I'd like to make a complaint. I'm like, this is going to be a great interaction. Please go ahead. I am a white woman in a white community, and I don't appreciate all of these posters and graphics that don't represent who we are. And I had to stop myself from saying, bitch, you live on an Indian reservation. Yeah, that is, yep, that is rough.